Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. When you're at your lowest, where do you turn? When the challenges you're facing seem impossible, how do you overcome it all? Today in his message, Pastor J.D. wants you to know that even in your darkest moments, you must not lose faith in Jesus. Even when hope seems distant, God's unwavering presence will always save you. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 20th, 2023. Would you join me in Psalm 37? I want to read just the first part, verses 1 through 13. Of course, we're told it's a psalm of David, the sweet psalmist of Israel. And he begins in verse 1 saying, do not fret. Now, he's going to say that no less than three times. And it's important that we understand that this word fret is maybe not necessarily the way that we understand the word fret in our day. It, it doesn't mean to stress or worry or fret. No, it has more the idea of to fume, get angry, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. And here's why verse 2, for they shall soon be cut down like grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord, verse 3. So this is what we should not do and why we should not do it. Now here's what we need to do instead, beginning in verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land, and I like this, and feed on His faithfulness. And then verse 4, again a favorite to many committed to memory by many, I would venture to say, delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. As a new believer, I misunderstood that verse and thought, wow, cool. Whatever I desire, the Lord is going to give me the desire of my heart. Not, not exactly. What that means is God is going to put the desire on your heart that then you will delight in, and then when you delight in that desire that He has put in your heart, then He's going to give you the desire of your heart that you delight in, in your heart. I sure hope you got that, because that's the best I got. It's still early. It gets better. 
Verse 5, this is still now what we are to do instead of fretting over the evil, waxing seemingly worse with each passing day. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. What's He going to bring to pass? Verse 6, He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Can't wait. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. And here it is again. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. And here's why again, verse 9, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, verse 10, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. And I love verse 13, I love verse 13, I love verse 13. Did I tell you that I love verse 13? The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. Man, that settles me right there. Here's why I'm starting out this way. This psalm is for us today such that the Lord laughs at evildoers seeing their soon coming day. Oh, what I would give to hear what the Lord's laugh sounds like. I mean, I won't take it too far, but just I use my God-given imagination. Can you imagine how laughable this is for God? He's looking down and, and seeing the wickedness, the, the gnashing of the teeth of the evil and the wicked against the righteous. I, I, I wonder, you'll forgive me, can I just give you maybe just a thought as far as what the laugh might sound like? <laughs> Maybe I don't need to now. <laughs> this is why it does no good to fret or fume over the evil of their wicked schemes, because God's going to cut them off, and they will be no more. Instead of getting angry at the evildoer, trust in the Lord. He'll take care of the evildoer. Do good. Feed on His faithfulness as you delight yourself in the Lord. 
You probably know where I'm going, so I'll just get to the point for a change. (laughs) And just say that what we are witnessing today is pure evil. I know that's an oxymoron. It is pure evil. And by the way, it's all over the world. And it's not just what's happening today, it's started happening long before today. But God, but God. Yes, this is meant for evil, but God turns the evil for good. What good does He bring vis-a-vis the evil? Oh, this is meant for evil, but God takes the evil and turns the evil for good, bringing Jesus to people and people to Jesus that would not have otherwise come to Jesus had it not been for said evil. And only God can do that. And this is what God is doing. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'll do my best to sort through and sort of organize the plethora of information and reports concerning Maui. And I hope that you'll just kind of hang in there with me to the end, because this is good. Why is this good? Because God is good. One of the things I'm learning in my walk with the Lord is that no matter how bad it is, it can never change how good God is. First things first. I think it would be incumbent upon me to apprise you of the status of what we're doing as a church. And by the way, we're just one small part of what God is doing, and it is a profound privilege to play a small part in what God is doing in the face of such evil. Brother Mike Lau has kept me updated on the Maui donations and containers that we talked about last week. They were loaded at Pier 1 last Saturday with Pesha Hawaii Stevedores. By the way, I want to give a shout out to the stevedores and the longshoremen and the brothers there, uh, many of whom love the Lord, by the way, and serve the Lord. And uh, God is using them for such a time as this. There has been a con- continues to be an outpouring of continuous goods and supplies, and it's been shown from the love of the people of Hawaii and really all over the world, even the uttermost parts of the earth. I want to share with you some of what Brother Mike shared with me in a text. Pastor J.D., I did speak to Pastor Leitu because of the concerns with the goods and essentials not getting to the people as it should. As you may now know, the War Memorial Gymnasium is no longer a drop-off point. I spoke with a company manager and he assured me that the essential supplies will be getting to the people. There are 2,100 hotel employees as of this text that were displaced from Lahaina, Kula, and upcountry Maui. 
they are lodging at these various hotels, and the products received will be packed into personal box trucks and taken directly to hotels and churches with our people standing by to ensure that everyone will be given whatever is on hand. There is an enormous amount of goods and supplies to be given to the displaced people of Maui. Our utmost goal is to try to provide anything and everything that is needed, that's the immediate need, and to continue to serve them for the long haul. Above all, we give the Lord full authority over the services we provide. We know this will be an ongoing task, and we have enough supplies that could stretch for some time. We are trying to keep these donations of goods ongoing, so we are formulating a plan of how, when, and where. Of course, in everything trying to be done for the good, we have evil adversaries trying to control or not allow passage. There is definitely evil that we have to overcome, but knowing we are here to serve the people with a servant's heart for God, with God, all things are possible. There have been too many complaints already in the week following this horrific disaster and outcry from the islanders that they are not receiving goods and supplies. The locals already have spotted numerous full containers just sitting behind a hotel parked along the side of the road at various locations. They're being blocked. These reports were confirmed by some news and media. Please continue to pray for us that we are able to get the substantial amounts of goods and supplies because the people in Maui really need all the help they can receive. The oversight from FEMA and other organizations is making it very difficult to get goods to the people of Maui. Lastly, please pray that these people find hope and a new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I want to come back to that in just a moment. Actually, it's Mike's last comment that really encourages me, because I believe by faith that this is exactly what God is doing and will continue to do. Again, what's happening there is meant for evil, but God means it for good to bring Jesus to people and people to Jesus. However, oftentimes it takes this kind of evil. Specifically, I mean, how evil is this? You've got urgent needs, immediate needs, for example, for things like diapers for babies, clean drinking water, just basic food, sustenance. And it's been sent and It's sitting there in a container, and they won't get it to the people. 
That's evil. And then add on top of that, not just the the evil of supplies not getting to the people, the truth is not being reported to the world. But wait, sometimes that's what it takes. What do you mean? Well, sometimes it takes the evil of supplies not getting to the people and truth not being reported to the world to bring Jesus, who is the truth, to the people in the world. And that's what he's doing in ways that you would have never imagined, ways that could have never otherwise happened. In other words, it took this for God to do what he's doing as only He can. And He is. We may never know, likely we will not know this side of glory. All of the good reports, the miracles taking place, of how God has rerouted a container, blinded the eyes of the evil FEMA government authorities, and opened up those doors and got those supplies to those people in desperate need, as only God can and is. Well, I have to get real with you, and I have to speak truth to you. This is the why behind the what. I'm just going to present this to you. I'm going to fill in some blanks. I'm going to connect some dots. And then I'm just going to kindly, humbly ask that you take this to the Lord. You petition the throne. Okay? Remove me from the equation. I'm just going to speak the truth. Okay? There has been an evil plot afoot concerning the island of Maui being the target for what's arguably been many years now. And again, Maui, because it's close to home quite literally, and because it's Maui more recently, this is at the forefront. But this has been going on for a long, long time. Again, please know that Maui, though close to home, is just one example of the evildoer's plan for the whole world, fueled by Satan himself. Because, as Jesus said, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. For our purposes today, we'll focus only on Maui, for what I think would be deemed obvious reasons. So what follows is, really it is an abbreviated explanation with links. There was so much more, but time does not permit. So I did sort of condense it. But it's a brief explanation. We provided the links to the original source documentation that Maui, specifically Lahaina, has been marked, I choose that word deliberately, as a smart city. And here's what's sad. 
This is textbook. The evil crisis is created, the reaction is controlled, and then the final evil solution is executed. Again, I choose that wording for a reason. I'm choosing and using this wording by virtue of the fact, the truth, that this is a deliberate, targeted attack using geoengineering and a directed energy weapon, a.k.a. do. Did you know that there are two sites in the U.S.? that have these directed energy weapons. One is Nevada and the other is Maui. Let's start with this directed energy Air Force Maui optical and supercomputing Amos site located on the island of Maui. May I quote from the website? Listen to this. Directed energy harnesses the power of the electromagnetic spectrum to enable airmen to effectively and affordably strike critical targets at the speed of light. Question, why Maui? Answer, it's a new smart grid in Hawaii dubbed the, quote, jump smart Maui project. This because the state of Hawaii's goal is to obtain 40% of its electric power generation from renewable energy sources by 2030. Did you know that? It should be noted that this is, and I quote, a Japan and U.S. collaborative smart grid demonstration project on Maui Island of Hawaii State, a case study, close quote. Pictured here is a downloadable PDF file stating, again quoting, During the period between 2011 and 2016, there had been a smart community project called Jump Smart Maui, JSM, held on the island of Maui, Hawaii, U.S. The objective of effective utilization of renewable energy on a larger scale and widespread deployment of a smart community was constructed by Hawaiian and Japanese stakeholders. You ready for this one? This is interesting. Five years ago to the day, August 20th, 2018, none other than the World Economic Forum <laughs> published an article about, quote, how Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.